0: Side is all. In a popper, a popper, and the premium for my team, You can fight it. There's the bounce, sumable, so the and there's the siren. Victory for the bombers. But in the end, you'll fail. Kevin Sheery joins Dick Reynolds as the most successful club in over a hundred years at this famous club. The red and black runs through you.
1: Zahra Rakes, Zahra Rakes has kicked the goal! The bombers are in front of the G!
0: It's deep and rich in history that no club can match. Looking for
1: a mark here.
0: We have clubs in the AFL, the VFL, the VFLW, and the brand new Wheelchair Football League. Four clubs, one goal. Join Liam and Andrew for your weekly Essence Fix, reviews, previews of all four clubs right here on the Flying Up podcast. The
1: other teams they don't fear. they all try their best, but they can't get near as the ball.
0: This is the Flying Up Podcast with Liam and Andrew. How
1: are you, Andrew? I'm good, Liam. How are you?
0: I am fantastic.
1: I'm very good after last week's match.
0: Oh, it was a good win, wasn't it? It was an important win. We needed that win. And we'll jump straight into the win.
1: Great win. Why not? Win, 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 win. Win, 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 win. Did I mention we won? Win. These are the station in the country. Channel 9 is win. Win? Yeah, yeah. exactly. We are more win than Channel
0: 9. Wow. Wow, that is... stick to your day job, mate. Right? Okay? Definitely. I we put com- the win. comedy. Comedy is your day job, so...
1: Exactly, yeah. So, <laughs> stick, to, stick to your day. So, that's really bad, <laughs> isn't it? That's that's yeah. an unfortunate trap. Um, but, yeah, uh, it mean, good, yeah, it was a pretty good... It was a pretty good victory and overall. And the
0: traditional Essendon fashion, defeat and undefeated teams.
1: Yeah. we'll uh, go
0: back to St. Kilda, 09, Geelong, 2011. Now, Essendon, um, Port Adelaide in 2018.
1: Yeah. Not to not mention Hawthorne, round one last year.
0: Oh, well, you didn't even win a game, though.
1: We we beat Hawthorne after they just yeah. came off a great premiership.
0: No, they, they lost right. in the... Let me find us. They're on oh, their way down. Get
1: over, get, wow. over here, so. get over it, get over it, I know, oh, I no, know anyway, you, um, you
0: missed the timber footy for the last, you know, few years, but <laughs> you got to watch other teams.
1: But, um, but the the it was a pretty good. Um, it was it was a, it was a very good win. It w- what? Um, it was a very good win, though. Uh, it came away with, I think, 14 points, wasn't it? Yeah, it was
0: 16, 10, 160, 12, 12, 84. Yeah. Good win in the end. Pretty much what pretty much what we needed, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, without so after a After two
0: disappointing losses, come up against Port Adelaide. The thing is, no one really showed up for Port Adelaide. Um, you know, their big key forwards, Dixon, who I find, personally, personally, Charlie Dixon's the most overrated player in the AFL. Really? Yep, 100%. Um... I think I posted on Twitter the other day. I go, WWE's fake. It's scripted. And we know that. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like a is. Yeah. They pick their guys to be, you know, he's going to be the face. Charlie Dixon's one of those people, you know, I saw the other day. Oh, Charlie Dixon's the type of player you go to You go to watch and see. Yeah. He's done nothing this year. He's done nothing since he's gone to Port Adelaide. Yeah. He misses goals. He's just not that good. Players like Ben Brown gets, you know, doesn't get mentioned. But yeah. Charlie Dixon, yeah. You know, you think he's up there with Buddy. Yeah. He's just, you know, he only had the 12 touches. But he's doing a lot of the ruck role now. Because probably he doesn't have a main ruck. It's been Charlie Dixon, West Off, probably Watts in the ruck as well. Yeah. But let's, let's go to our team.
1: I think, it, um, I think it's sort of those one of those players that just has expectations heaped on them and, and it drags them down. But
0: why? He didn't do much at Gold Coast anyways. He, well, was no. he was second to Tom Lynch. I,
1: I've always wondered about that myself, actually. Oh, I
0: just... That's a conversation for another day. We'll do a Port Adelaide podcast one yeah. day, and
1: we'll do that. We actually, yeah, we do a Port Adelaide and Essendon podcast. Listen to Flying Down um, <laughs> podcast. Oh, the, i was going to say
0: Power out, but okay.
1: You know that's good. Yeah. The only thing, um, the only thing that I, th- I think the main reason why Essendon was able to claim victory over Port Adelaide was because they played their players in the right positions. They played Kyle Hooker in the back line where know, he naturally right? was. Wow. They played Stringer in the forward. It made sense. Wait, Kyle Hooker's a backman? Yeah, no, it doesn't it's I been know. so long since what a shock. Yeah. He's
0: a natural defender. Why move him? It's Especially a, after losing Carlisle a few years yeah, ago.
1: It's a bit like oh. it's a bit like the first time someone uses a cigarette lighter to light a cigarette after decades of people using their cigarette lighters in cars to um to to yeah. like charge their phones and Play speakers and whatnot. Now we remember what his original use was. Because he is such a great mark. And he's a good goal kick. And the sad truth is, I reckon he's a better goal kick than Danaher now. But he's a great we'll mark. We'll
0: get to Danaher in a minute.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll deal with Danaher. <laughs> but it's pretty... I mean, he is, his marking makes him a better foot back line. And by the same token, Stringer, they put him in the forward line. Uh, surprise, surprise, he
0: kicked four goals. Paid really well. Which is good, because having Stringer in the forward line with Hooker, it's too tall. Yeah. Um... Uh, Let's look at a team on the weekend. (coughs) Adelaide in the wet, having five (laughs) tall forwards. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a genius move. Absolutely idiot. That That was was strange. Idiot, idiot move. Yeah. Um, but having Stringer there as a third tall have Danaher hmm, as your main, James Stewart as your second, and Stringer as your third.
1: That's he's a third
0: tall. Yeah. He's not your main. Um, a few other clubs have an issue with that as well. Having a third tall as their second option.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I remember last year. I can't remember what team it was now. They had two third-tall players as um, first and second, and it just didn't work. No. Uh, fans, I think that's what suits what for Parallel as well, being the third-tall. Yeah. I think he's better as a third-tall than a main. But having Hooker down back is fantastic. Mm. He played so well. Eight marks with Hurley 15. That was missing. You had, oh, I don't know, it's a sitcom, you know, it's a soap proper thing. You had those two couples at the Ross and Rachel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: they're meant to end up together. Everyone knows they're meant to end up together, but they've just been apart for so long. Hooker yeah. and Hurley are meant to be your two backs. Yeah, yeah. It's always meant to be. That's how it's meant to be. Having got out run off half back <laughs> being fantastic. Zarach is um on the wing and back as well, yeah. fantastic.
1: And I think you're right. Actually, that's a good point. has played really well on the weekend as well, and I think it was because he wasn't in contested, he wasn't in contest anymore. He was able to run free, well,
0: he's not, yeah, able to
1: steal r- the ball and kick it. His, 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 is I've always said his his um, possessions are fantastic. His disposals are pretty atrocious, and the fact that he had to he had to spend more time possessing it than he had to dispose disposing it is. It uh, proves that he is best on the wing.
0: There's some players better in the inside mid, and there's some players better on the outside. And yeah, Zarak yeah. is better on the outside. Uh, leave Parish. I like Parish. I like Devin Smith again, playing another solid game. Yep, yep. Uh, McGrath again. He's, he's just, he's, just um, he's he's in the team. Yeah. You don't look at McGrath and think, wow, what a second, good second you play. You know, wow, McGrath, yeah. what a good player.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, good to have a Razio Fantasia playing well. Yep. Um, and then Bagley. James Short had only the nine touches, We kick three goals, one. That's what you want yeah, to go Yeah, yeah.
1: Green was a little bit quiet at first, but I think he, uh, he after having such a great start of the season, he was entitled to that. And he still did, um, he was still in the possessions, he still got quite a few uh, possessions and disposals. So he was there, he just wasn't quite playing as much of a stellar, heroic kind of game as he was against the Bulldogs and whatnot. Yes. Looking at the stats, uh, the teams are actually fairly evenly matched. They uh, Similar amount of disposals, similar amount of kicks, and Essendon, once again... I, I I know that the fans will be happy to hear this. They got less handballs than Port Adelaide, and surprise, surprise, they won. They you really
0: hate the handball, don't
1: you? you I do. You'd ban the handball after you. I don't think they should have the hand. I, I mean, I, I know, of course, I love the handball. I, I hate hand. I, yeah, if you if you vote vote one handball, um, <laughs> if I'm elected to office, I will end the handball. I don't. I, of course, it's got its place, but Essendon overuse it. They, they, and they. Like, I mean, the the, the classic Danaher handball into the ground to to, oh. to be picked up by Green to be tackled. What was that? That was <laughs> a bad handball. That was that was a season that almost a season defining. Yeah, handball. and I think I think they do. I don't. I, the sad thing is, I think incidents like that they're not quite as dramatic. Are still. An epidemic, isn't it isn't, and I really think the fact that they're stripping back the handballs. I mean, not, not just because they got less than the other team, but 160 is less. They got over nearly nearly 300 mm. one, one round, so it's just crazy. I think so. I think the fact that they are seriously just kicking it, they're, t- they're slowing. The other problem with the the other problem with the handballs is it means that they don't give them because they're so fast. They don't have any. They don't give the other players time to set up a proper structure. That's why when they eventually do get out of the pack in. A hypothetical world when they are able to handball out of pressure and they're running down the ground towards the forward There's no one in our forward to, to give them a target because they've because the handballing gets it through so quickly and sloppily They don't have time to set up a proper structure. The kicks on the other hand were up 227 again to 184. I mean, I guess looking at the stats It would suggest that Port Adelaide played a bad game more than Eston played a good game and I still I'm, just, I'm a bit stuck here because I've always called Port Adelaide as being the premiers from the very first round for this really, year. Really?
0: I, I have not, have not taken Port Adelaide seriously at all. Yeah. I, at I, all. I see why. I, <laughs> the best team at the moment, and I think the best team for the first four weeks, have been GWS. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're,
1: they're, they're,
0: they're the team to beat. Yeah. As much as well Richmond are, you know, being the premiers. Yeah. But GWS are the best... Team, especially when yeah. they play
1: the best. I, my theory behind Port Adelaide was just that they were hungry and they had a lot of good players that seemed to be coming into their own this year, and they played exceptionally well in the first two rounds. Like they played premiership football then.
0: The game against uh, they played an, um, a very disappointing Fremantle round one. Yeah. But the game against Sydney was very impressive. Wasn't
1: round one? Was it? They they thrashed. No, they thrashed they by
0: fifty points. It was a terrible terrible performance by Fremantle. Yeah, yeah. So that their was worst a worst in number of years type of thing. Yeah. But they played. Yeah, when they played Sydney, it was great.
1: Yeah. So Let's th- get
0: back to Essendon though. Yeah. In the injury room, um, Saad got an upper leg injury. You know, fighting against the clock to play. But at the end of the day, they've got a long wait. We'll talk yeah. about that later on. Um, and Brown was injured and replaced by Hartley.
1: Yeah. He and was Stuart rolled in, his ankle, but he should be fine. And Hartley was put in the back line as well, yeah, where he should be. Yeah. And that made a lot. Of, that made a big difference as well. Cause Isn't it amazing
0: when people get their positions right? Some players can play a position. I think, um, Kale Hooker is the type of guy. If you're down by. Five or so points. Yeah. In the last quarter, chuck him forward. Yeah. Especially if the ball's coming forward, chuck him forward. Try to get that mark, or even halfway through the last quarter, he's someone you chuck forward yeah. for a couple of minutes. But playing back, you know, only a few plays. Jeremy oh, McGavin's good example. He's fantastic at that. Yeah. He's fantastic going forward when he needs to go forward, but he's mostly a defender.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's what hookers should be. He should not be a main forward, and he should cut that bloody man bun. Yeah, I know. Plays Josh Bruce has done it. Bryce Gibbs has cut it. Oh. Has has cut I someone else cut their man bun?
1: I hate the man bun, but I don't say it works on hooker. I just think I've become so his head's too used big to for the man bun. His yeah, head is yeah, way yeah. too big it, for the man it bun. It does look a little bit like a, a like a um a fan. What's it one of those things where they um little it, l- it does feel a bit like a tassel hanging off a coconut? Yeah, doesn't it, it does not look good at all. It mate. doesn't look good, but I think it's almost a virgin on rat tail. But
0: and I believe that's someone's like there's they're um in the last quarter because probably they kicked the last three goals of yeah. the third. And I was like, oh, they had one goal. No, from turning the game. Luckily that one goal never happened right. and Essend ended up running away with the win. So they should though. It was a kind of essence game to win.
1: Remember remember was it was it Josh Kennedy or someone from I think it was a West Coast player had a had a um ponytail and he claimed that it made them more aerodynamic and his head head balance or something. There was some scientific reason why having a a he- a ponytail. There's no there is picker. no that was no reason to have
0: a some people pulled off. But that's a very rare sum.
1: Just uh, one other interesting fact about this week's game is that Essendon led the whole time, which is mm. which is unusual. In fact, they've done that every episode every episode, every game this season. Every episode of the Every AFL. Episode of the AFL. I've been watching way too much Netflix lately. But they um they have they usually Next time on the AFL.
0: Collingwood. Essendon in down down and what's that dancing day game that oh, was so that was the last post that was very good wow
1: it's quite good mm, thank you do do stick to your day job though um, I don't have a day job but okay <laughs> well then' get one and stick to it sure <laughs> uh, get should. a job and stick to it the wow. um uh they yeah they the fact that they were able to keep off Port Adelaide's pressure particularly their... Uh, came back a little bit towards the start of the first quarter when Port Adelaide got two goals in a row but I think I think I don't th- I don't think they would have won it, it would have taken a while for them to overpower Essendon so it was all in all pretty pretty it was Essendon's game. game
0: from the start and yeah. like I said last week if we go back to last week I tipped Essendon yeah I did tip Essendon uh, Sitting currently now eleventh um, on the ladder with two wins two losses from seventh all the way down to fourteenth it's two two so yeah kind of in the middle of the pack there the next ten weeks will be massive when we get to that well until round ten I mean yeah let's talk about Joe Danaher. At the end of the last season, he was the second best forward in the AFL. Yeah, with Buddy Franklin, and then we'll probably say Josh Kennedy. So third, so Josh Kennedy, no, Buddy, Josh Kennedy. Yeah, straight down to her. Now he is, he is a player. Yeah, He's ma- Maybe the hype of his last year's performance got to
1: him, or I think part of the trouble is that the hype. Yeah, like you say, I think I think people have been heaping a lot of pressure on him, particularly when Watson left. He had to sort of step up as being the next old. Skilled forward, and I Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd. Sorry, Lloyd. And I just don't think he's that. Um, I just, I just don't think he's that as as capable as he was. I think he's got talent, and I think he could become a Lloyd grade goal kicker. But he needs. I think he's resting on his laurels a bit, and he does need to work on it. Do
0: you think he doesn't take things too seriously? I
1: don't think he does. When he did the
0: hand passing, he laughed.
1: Yeah, yeah. You often see him laughing and stuff. And not to say that every player should be rigidly. Um, rigidly draconian about how they go about their game, or that a sense of humour isn't good on a, on a, in the team. But I don't, I don't think he's, st- I don't think he quite understands the scale of how poorly he's playing.
0: And neither do I. And I, I think, I think he did last year, and then he came out with that one goal of six against Melbourne, and then he did not miss for a while. Yeah. Like he was fantastic. That um, after that, and he's just been struggling this yeah. year.
1: That's yeah.
0: Um, I think he kicked two goals against Adelaide. Can kicked one goal against. Uh, Bulldogs and one goal against Port Adelaide yeah. and zero against Fremantle, so he has not had a good year. Not a all Australian year best and first No, like he was the best and first last year, and then came second in twenty sixteen. He's had a fantastic two years. Yeah, this year he's just been nowhere.
1: It, it is worth remembering, and, and a lot of people said that if he hadn't had such a slow start to last season, he could have won the Coleman, not the Coleman. Uh, f- the, um, no, yeah, no, the, no, the Coleman. No, sorry, I Coleman. feel like he
0: should have won the Coleman last year as well. Yeah, so um, w- I go back to the two thousand and um, the two thousand and. T- 14 um elimination final between <coughs> Yeah between Esther and North Melbourne. and Ben Brown and Joe Danaher both get four goals. Yeah. I was like, that's their coming out party. That's their both, you know, they're both gonna be good players. One yeah. is way ahead of someone else. Yeah. Ben Brown, I think, has taken Joe Danaher's place as the third and that includes Tom Lynch. I'm including um Tom Lynch, Tex Walker. Ben Brown is the third best forward in the AFL. Yeah. He goes Buddy Franklin, Josh Kennedy,
1: Ben Brown. Ben Brown, yep. He's
0: a phenomenal, phenomenal... And I think he's the same body type as Joe Danaher. Yeah. But Ben Brown is just, at the moment, so much better.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he's just gonna sort of come out of nowhere as well. And mm. I, I don't think he kind of... He, he's only now getting credit as a goal kicker.
0: Well, he should have last year. He was up there... Like, the last round, he was up there as well in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Stiff to not to make it all well Australian. Stiff not to win the Northbound Best in yeah. Paris. And I'm going to use the worst, the worst headline. I hate this headline. Yeah. Usually, you know, if you're an interstate player, they use... That if he paid for a Victorian club, he'll be m-
1: yeah.
0: You know, if Ben Brown paid for a bigger Victorian club, yeah, he would be you know known as one of the best forwards in the AFL. Then North Melbourne, yeah, possibly. And as you know, if he pay if, if he uh, plays for Essendon, he would be he'll be talked about like Charlie Dixon,
1: maybe, p- but I d- not overhyped. I d- yeah, but actually good. Yeah, I don't actually think, good. I don't think he's. I uh, don't know about that. I, I think North Melbourne. I, I agree that they are sort of going through a bit of a rough patch, and that their supporters don't. Necessarily, they don't have
0: supporters, but go on,
1: exactly. They're, they're two supporters. Shout out to Craig and Jenny. Um, Jenny Craig, Jenny Craig. <laughs> I do not know that. Um, they, um, I, 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 I think it's, I, I mean, he's kicking so well. I, and he, yeah, but they
0: kick well. I mean, well. West
1: Coast, Jake Kennedy's been recognized, Buddy Franklin's been recognized. Uh, granted, Buddy Franklin is a bit of a legend, he is a bit of a league of his own, but I think, I think, I don't, I don't think it's fair to say that he's not getting attention or that he's, he would get more attention if he was at a bigger club. If he was in a, yeah, perhaps if he was in a more successful club than North Melbourne. And one club that wasn't quite so middle of the road. I would he's hate to be North Melbourne He's 15 goals 3 this
0: year. Yeah. To Joe Danaher's, 6 goals 5. Right. So nearly a 10-goal difference. Yeah. And that's why that Joe Danaher needs to... He's 24 years old. He is young.
1: Yeah.
0: He is young as another forward who probably is getting a bit more hate, a lot more hate from another club in WA. Um, it's two, two players in WA, same age. Jack Darling and Matthew Tabernacle. Yeah. Both pretty much playing the same type of season. Both on five goals, I think. I don't know. I think Jack Darling's on more. But at the moment, Joe Danoho's not getting the... the maybe, maybe the tough love he deserves. No, no. And for Essendon to make top four this year, which I still think is the goal, he needs to play better.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's... Uh, and like I mean, he's... he's it's Yeah, I think he needs to take it more seriously. I think he needs to just hone his kick. And he's not a terrible kick when he does kick, but... He also needs to have a bit of self-belief in him. I don't know if that's a problem as well because the fact that he tried to handball the green oh, shows that he didn't even... It almost suggests he doesn't even think he can kick it from there, so that's how. Is there anything else about this round that you'd like to mention?
0: Um, None. We'll probably talk a bit more about Joe down when we talk about Anzac Day. Yeah. Because he was the Anzac Day medalist last year. Yes. Early this year, SNN put in a NBL bid. Right. Along with Fremantle, Hawthorne and Collingwood and Collingwood withdrew their bid. Um, I've never asked you about this, but what do you think of the... Um, football clubs taking into different
1: codes. I personally am not a huge basketball fan, but I I think it's okay. I think it w- I mean I think it, it's no no worse than going into any other sport. Basketball. I don't really think that's going to work though, because basketball integ is is so integral. Firstly, it's such an American sport. They've got their uh, their own culture. It's a bit like how soccer, the A League, is successful here, but it's never going to be as successful as the European League.
0: Well, we've got the Collingwood Magpies, GWS Giants, and. The Central, the Central Coast Lightning, I think. Yeah. Um, which is Marmal Storm in the Netball League. Yeah. And
1: um. And Collingwood.
0: I think Collingwood Did first. You? Yeah. So yeah. And GWS played the Marmal Storm in the Grand Final.
1: Yeah.
0: So both, and kind of they they they're the team in names. Not like you're going to see Joanne her play NBA no. NBL, no. But it's going to be I don't know I think, the thing is with Essen they have Andrew Bogut who was a former number one draft pick. He's won an NBA championship at Golden State. Yeah. As kind of they're probably going to be their figureheads, going to be their main you know, big NBL NBA player. Yeah, who was pick one, which is you know the best in the NBA uh, uh, as their main guy going forward because he's a big Essence supporter. So that's going to be interesting to see. Mm. And I know it's probably a story that we should have touched on a bit earlier in the year, It'll probably be our first podcast. But I just don't.
1: One, I think the theory behind it is that if they take teams that are already, are already existing and already have fan bases, even from different sports, that they'll then. Be transplanted a little bit across when they go to another sport, for instance, that the um, fans of the fans of the, those AFL teams are then going to be interested when they go in the in the netball. But uh, it hasn't really shown that. I mean, they, statistically, most of the people that watch the netball aren't fans of. I mean, they, they might be that they, they, they might be fans of Aussie rules, but they're not fans of that specific club, or they or or by the same token, they don't. People who follow an AFL club don't then go and watch the netball equivalent. Obviously, it's I'm not against it, but I don't see why you wouldn't just start up their own team. I I, I think for the amount of money and, and and rebranding the cost that's involved in having a team um, that is there that is already existing, then having to sort of take on all this all this new all the new implications that come with taking on new code. I really wonder if it's not better just totally cutting ties for the sake of confusion, for the sake of identity, and just start a new team. Right, but then I'm mean, not I don't feel terribly strongly about it. Well, like I said, though, I think I think basketball is really going to struggle in Australia because it's
0: been in Australia for years.
1: Well, yeah, the but MBL. it's yeah, exactly. Well, no, this year was probably the biggest year in years. But I don't think this is uh, not struggle. Sorry, no, that's not fair because you're right; it is established here. But I don't think it's I don't think this is going to be the way to make it bigger. It's you have to admit that it's not a major sport in Australia in terms of Australian basketball. Anyway. It is
0: it is um, with the success of Ben Simmons now in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, I yeah, think w- it has grown to a point where there's no just. Um, two team fans which are the last few years been Jordan State and Cleveland because they have the two best players mm. I think now there's more fans of pop-up basketball now and with Melbourne winning the title this year I know it's interesting I think um, like Perth only has one team and they've been the most successful team I think they've won seven championships mm. and like they've won I think every championship this season apart from two this this decade apart from two three now and so with have WA team could work Another Melbourne team, I'm just not sure. And Essence might be the way to go. I think namesake. Just it's always like I said, it's just name. Like I think the netball has been re- done really well for GWS and Collingwood. Um I don't mm-hmm. know why the Gold Coast um, didn't want to jump on that bandwagon. Like GWS, um I don't know comparing GWS to Gold Coast, is, it's it's true, but it's really pointless now. You know, only like a few years after they both came in. Yeah. they're two completely different teams. But GWS has the women's team who almost made the grand final the netball team that made the Grand final and their men's team that had made the last two prelims, that's a lot of money going in for a club that wasn't meant to have much money coming in. And with the success from them, with, well, Canberra as well, Essendon will have the... They don't have a women's team. They have the VFLW. Mm. Uh, We don't know how much money that's going to generate for them. They have their VFL team. Again, not much. I don't know how much money that's going to resonate. But they only have the AFL team, which, of course, makes a ton of money. Yeah, Maybe a basketball team... To Have Essendon during the summer months. Hell, you go all the way out there and like, um, Melbourne Storm actually owns 10% of Melbourne City, yeah. Um, Ma- Manchester City owns 90%, yeah, and then 10, 10% is um, Melbourne Storm, but no one talks about that 10%. No,
1: that's
0: I think that's maybe half, m- so that's the money going in. Even Essendon buys in to a um A League club, even even buys in owns maybe Essendon. Maybe there is another club, just say the old club, the South South Melbourne Dragons. Yeah. Come in again, and Essendon owns 50%. That's good money coming in for the club.
1: Yeah. And that, I think that's a wise idea because that way they don't have to put their own branding on it. The thing I'd say about Ben Simmons and that like is that's got Australians interested in NBA, but not necessarily NBL. Uh, it
0: is interesting in NBL because you look at it like, wow, well, who could be, you know, who can make the NBA? Who, who's good? You know, how many good talent do we have?
1: I guess. I guess, but it, uh, perhaps a little bit. But and you're right. You're, I should. I sh- I'm being unfair on the netball because the that, the netball's fantastic. The netball's been great and basketball. And the the, the, the no the Collingwood and the Geordies oh yeah, netball yes. Yes. teams they've been fantastic. And they and but I think that's also because netball is already a pretty established sport in Australia. And uh, netball is and even that's not actually Australian. Mm. It's a sport that most uh, most Australians really identify with. They netball and footy have been for years the two biggest sports that junior junior yes. children go to. So. um... Yeah, and personally, I think I agree that I reckon you're right. I think owning a stake in another club is perhaps better than actually having it. Uh, Essendon have got such a huge supporter base. I think they should be investing their money in getting an AFLW team. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't
0: get picked. uh, I think they should be
1: investing their money and their time in doing that and in getting things like, uh, and and also expanding their own VFL and their, their current AFL teams. And you're trying to capitalise on the momentum they got rather than I, I, I think a basketball is a funny way to go. I, I think they can do other things. But if you oh, can get I mean, maybe, I mean I'm not a basketball fan, maybe it'll get me into basketball.
0: If you can get Andrew Burger to be like you, your marquee player and a good yeah. coach. I think maybe an Andrew Gaze, someone who's done stuff in football, he used to be on um on on the couch or on or oh, the bounce, whatever it's called after <laughs> the football. Yeah. Bouncing know, on the couch. Yeah, bouncing on the couch. So he knows a bit about football, he knows a bit about you know, he's a basketball coach. <coughs> And Brogut, it could work. I think, you know, probably there's not many non SN fans would go for Essendon. You want to see. Exactly. But if you want to grow, but you've got to, you've got to be weird. Collingwood makes it, I love, I love the way Collingwood, I think they do better than GWS. They make the netball part of their club. Yeah, yeah. They are f- um, five clubs, one team. Yeah. And they love their women's team. They love their yeah. VFL team. They love their VFLW team. Yeah. And they love their netball team.
1: Colin would be been fantastic like that. They re, you're right, actually. Probably well, that's the, the, that's the, probably they probably... That's probably because they're... the bastion of they're that. They're run by the smartest
0: one, the smartest football minds of this generation. Yeah, yeah. As much as people hate it's, Eddie McGuire, I know.
1: It's just terrifying to think that Mick Moldhouse is one of those minds, and Eddie McGuire <laughs> is one now of I'm those I'm talking mines. about Eddie McGuire
0: positively on an SM podcast. This is bad as... What that yeah. uh, talking good about Hawthorne a few weeks ago? I am... Oh,
1: uh, you are so unpopular.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what an extra... And, and our Irish listeners went down from um, four to one.
1: Really? One, yes. yes. Oh, there was so obviously Conor McKenna's family.
0: Yeah, they, they weren't happy what I said. Didn't like
1: the biting. No. Um,
0: you know Maybe they weren't hungry enough.
1: <laughs> it's interesting. I, I think it's a, a debate that will probably come up again in the future. I, 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 I Even though you say it, I reckon investing in a netball team would be better now I think about it. But anyway, we'll see what happens. And speaking of the peripheral teams um, and teams besides the AFL... Uh, you have to admit the VFL was interesting this week, interesting in a bad way. Oh, terrible weather. Last week, yeah, yeah it was pretty atrocious. At, they, uh, they
0: played at, um, the Williamstown, the Williamstown beach.
1: Williams, yeah, pretty <laughs> much, yeah. The, but the ball, I think, well, by the time they, it the, was so windy that by the time they got to, the, the, by the third quarter, it was pretty much on the beach. By the fourth quarter, they were on Phillip Island. Um, it was pretty, it was pretty horrendous conditions. It was windy anyway on Saturday, and I said a prayer for the people playing at Williamstown. Um... Because It's just such a it's, it's got to be the windiest football ground. And we come from Windy Hill and we're still struggle with that. We uh, th- was it, 45 points wasn't enough to succumb to uh, Williamstown's
0: yes, so. it was um, Williamstown 10, 17, 77 to 6, 9, 45. Yeah, and it was a terrible last quarter to be honest. If we get when I get the stats up, it was a one goal last quarter to SNN, which cost them the game because it was yeah. 5, 10, 40 to 5, 9, 39 at three quarter time. Yeah. For Williamstown to just go bang bang bangly bang 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 bangly bang, yeah, to jump out to a big lead. Um
1: They did just drop away a bit, didn't they, mm. in that last period?
0: Good see and kicked three goals, and Longberg got in the goals. But goals is not what you should go by. This game it was a terrible game. It's hard to kick goals. No one's going to kick ten. No. Uh, having um Aaron Heppel. Is it Aaron Heppel? Oh yeah. Yeah. I was, I was looking at the wrong player. Sorry, not Heppel. I was looking. I uh, meant to looking at Merritt. Mm. so Merritt again played good he really wants to get into that senior team but I don't know why maybe because he's contracted or something Yeah, silly silly man (laughs) but he's paying really well he has to get selected soon doesn't he you think so he's saying this every week he's he would be like our number one guy to get selected. Yeah. We're, we're like on the Jackson Merritt um, fan club. Yeah,
1: here. we're actually, yeah, we're not going to stop talking about Essence and just start talking about Jackson Merritt. Yeah, Jackson be, Merritt, if you're listening. This
0: is the Jackson Merritt podcast.
1: <laughs> Sponsored by Jackson S- Merritt.
0: So in 1985, a, a young lad called <laughs> Jackson <laughs> Merritt.
1: Every episode, we do a new fact about Jackson Merritt. <laughs> yes. And then even when he takes a restraining order out, we'll still do it. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so and then we get cut off and everything. His yeah. favourite colour's blue, and yeah. he likes long walks on the
1: beach. Yeah. His favourite vegetable's asparagus. His least favourite is artichoke. Yeah, of course. He loves penne pasta. He, he hates th- chocolate
0: mousse. He thinks his brother's a bit of a wanker because you know he's, he's the best and fairest, all the shanley, <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah. he's just Jackson Merritt.
1: He's just Jackson Merritt. He, yeah,
0: he's, he's the Nathan to the Gary. You know, yeah, so, yeah.
1: he's the he's the he's the um, he's the uh, what's his name? Wesley to the Orville Wright. <laughs> he's the Brad Lloyd to the Matthew Lloyd. <laughs> so, He's the. He's the. Um. Oh, what's that guy from Garfield? Garfield? The other one. Oh, what's his name? He is the. The dog. <laughs> no, there's a. There's a person. What's his name? Anyway, we'll look it up and then Garfield. A, well, there's, a, there's a person. There's a uh, Arty or something. So this is the Garfield podcast. Yeah, just, I thought I'd just naturally involve. Can I listen to one Essendon podcast that doesn't start talking about Garfield? Oh, I know. Uh, but yeah, I think it's I think it's fair to say that he does deserve a spot. Jackson. The point is, Jackson Merritt deserves a spot in Essendon. And I
0: think Patrick Ambrose should be close to returning as well. He, he's he's played yeah. okay. What about Redmond? Redmond, um, he's been done okay as well. It's just, yeah, it's
1: very hard. Uh, I, th- I think it's these. Particularly, we've got a few injuries now. I think it's worth looking towards mm.
0: it. Like Patrick and um, Dylan Clark got forty disposals on the weekend. Yeah. And, um, Ridley twenty-seven disposals off half back has been good. Yeah. And uh, Mitch Brown will miss. That's just feel like Mitch Brown will miss. Yeah. Which is not a you know not the best news, but not the worst news I've heard worse in my life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that that's, you're living a pretty good life if that's the worst news you ever hear in your life is. Yeah, that someone didn't get sheer points, but you're right. It's it's quite um it's quite, it's quite a good thing, I think.
0: You think? Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'm okay. um, also um the the female W team played a practice match. Their second one, we actually missed one. Um, they went down one four to Williamstown. Also one four ten to Williamstown three four twenty two. Yeah. Um, so a disappointing loss. Um, they did play Conwood last week, which we missed. Because yeah. we are terrible at our journalism.
1: <laughs> yeah, speak yourself. But right. I would have to agree that I am also terrible with my journalism. They, um, yeah, uh, well, they I mean played
0: in a thirty-seven all tie last week as well. So I might just edit last week and yes. chuck that in. No, but yeah. it, so getting the season started it starts in May, which is you know not that far away. Hopefully, no. But it's been a been an interesting week. Good to have a win in the the main, the main yeah. one. Yeah, a loss in the practice match and a loss in the VFL. Yeah. And if I can get the injury list up here. Um, Ambrose, they say he's out. Oh, he's suspended. That's why he's not in yet. No. is um, still um, three weeks away. Dee's two weeks. Francis still hasn't got a return date. Gleason's eight weeks away. McKenna's suspended to round seven. Yeah. And McKnight's. Yes. is um a test of a hamstring injury. We're going to head to the fact of the round. Yes. <laughs> da Shh. So, my fact of the round, in the terms of Anzac Day, being in tradition, yep. 1982.
1: Yep, that's a fact. That's just that, a fact. Uh, that yeah, that 19, happened
0: in 1982. 1982. Happened. Yep. On the
1: Saturday, t- the 24th of April, 1982, who did Essendon play? Um, which which game? Round which?
0: 1982,
1: round five. Round five. It's, why wouldn't it be Essendon? Why wouldn't it be Collingwood?
0: Because that game didn't happen until 1994 the
1: first one okay um all right what's well, that 1982 that would have pretty much eliminated all the interstate teams i'm no, gonna they play gws <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, they, they played a very early gold coast yeah um, and they got hammond um <laughs> they played um i'm gonna say they play well i look i don't know i mean it's just not much to go on i'm gonna say they played uh, St. Gilda?
0: No, they played Fitzroy. Oh, yeah, and go. they lost to Fitzroy, 18, 19, 1, 27, really. 15, 12, 102. For a team that made the Grand Final the next year, 1980 was an OK season. They played finals. They finished 4th, 16, 6. Yeah. and they got knocked out in the first round, losing to North Melbourne in the final. Who loses to North Melbourne in the final?
1: I know. Ugh, so silly. Those are such a. Those are the days. It's they? like
0: finishing first, like in nineteen ninety nine or something, and yeah. yeah, losing to a sixth place Carlton by it, a point. Exactly. Yes, yeah. Stuff that are ridiculous and will never happen. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's it, it unclear and that, and never anything bad ever happened ever again. No,
0: Essence had a yeah. smooth run ever Be- since. You're right.
1: Been beaten by, um, been beaten by, been um, been being, being beaten by North Melbourne in the final. Is a bit like getting kicked out of a club by your older brother who happens to be a bouncer. So <laughs> uh, that's a bit... Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a bit like getting poison, food poisoning from something very safe like a chicken or sandwich. It's like getting um, food
0: poisoning from something you cooked.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually... Yeah, yeah, the new, yeah, the new new is dodgy anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, it's it's like, to, uh,
0: like having a ship that's unsinkable <laughs> then it ships. Something yeah, um, sinks. That's,
1: <laughs> oh, like something uh,
0: ridiculous like that. It's
1: like missing the train to Hamilton or something. It's
0: what? like the trains in the Hurstridge line working.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that would Ridiculous! They'd be, like getting, they'd be like getting beaten by um, by by Gold Coast in the grand final. That's how unlikely the trains on the Hurstbridge line are working. We do have a lot of hate about the Hurstbridge line on this. On this well, podcast. you do. You have an. Abs- oh, you have a hate. A lot, a lot of hate about the Geelong v line. I don't
0: have a hate of. I, I'm a loving person. Yes. Love, not hate. I preach love. Fair enough.
1: Yes. Uh, travel for once on the Hurst Bridge line, and I dare you to <laughs> <laughs> continue that. Meta, that that makes the same man, same man go crazy. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I, before that, I thought. I thought Dan was quite a good player.
0: So, the big game. Yep. The biggest. The biggest of the big games. Well, the biggity yeah. biggity
1: big game. Until we win the. Until we get to the grand final, it is the biggest game. So the
0: big game. Yes. It is a big big game, isn't it? It's quite a big game. I got a message the other day yep. saying. God, don't you just love Anzac Day? I go, yes, if you go for Collingwood and an
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a game, David
0: Foot, if you go for those two
1: clubs. It's a game that's designed to show people the horror of World War One. <laughs> <laughs> it a, team, a futile struggle between two working-class clubs against the greater odds, while it's watched mostly by Melbourne supporters from their, um, for, from a distance. It's exactly like the first award. It usually ends up in the mud in the trenches, and both teams feeling away, coming away feel it, feeling like they've lost, and they're defeated and injured. That is why they choose those two teams to play on Anzac Day. I, I actually think though that this is probably the best chance we've had of winning one.
0: Well, you won last year.
1: Exactly, but I mean, last like going in last year, people were like, "Oh yeah, maybe." I, I don't think I don't think we were favourites last year. I'm pretty sure we were quite an outsider last year. Yeah, you weren't
0: going. I think you just started losing.
1: Again. Yeah, and Collingwood were having a bit of a flying season, and we beat them. So it could two things could happen this this round. I think we could either continue on the same trajectory we're on, beating North Melbourne, Collingwood flailing. Although I know they had beat I know they beat Adelaide, but can, for once can we just not can we be the only people in Melbourne not talking about Collingwood beating Adelaide? I know they're on a bit of a high, but I mean the highs the higher you high, you fly, the fo- low the, what is it the harder you fall. Sure, why not? And I think I think that our form is more consistently good, and that we have a better need to win now. I don't know. Colin, play, Colin,
0: Colin played sensational on the weekend. Mm. But was it, Adelaide played poorly
1: they as played, well. They played alright. They played... Adelaide played pretty dreadfully. Collingwood played smoothly. Collingwood played like an AFL team... An AFL team should. Like they were... For once they didn't play like a VFL side or an under-16s... under, under 16s <laughs> Um, Like the like the Albury under-16s <laughs> club did. So I'm sort of... I, I think they played okay. But I think it was more a sh- sign of... Adelaide's exhaustion than it was of Collingwood's exceptional ex- exception. Yeah, so, I, um, what, you, what are your that What do you think is going to happen on, um, the, on Wednesday?
0: Um, I think Wednesday. I think it's odd. Collingwood played on Friday night. I know. I know the AFL has a real, real love for giving Carlton and Collingwood marquee games. Yeah. So I love that they say was it was prime time, but it's, it's not. It's it's a money game. Yeah. Having money teams on a Friday night. That's why I've argued that how hasn't a team. Made the last three prelims not get Friday night games, oh, so they get one in Geelong. But Carlton, who hasn't made finals since 2013, which is a lucky make as well, yeah, he's got five. It's he's got true, got five. GWS, you
1: know, yeah,
0: you don't, you, oh, they fail growing teams, yeah. You know, Fremantle, when they started in 1995, got a Friday night game,
1: yeah, it's crazy. In fact, where not played them that night, didn't they? No, I we played Geelong, okay,
0: but having so the fact that Gold Coast, I think the first Q Clash, yeah should have been a Friday night game or their first game against Carlton should have been a yeah. Friday night Yeah, GWS kind of got a fun they got a, a their own week to yeah. their first game I can go on for ages how the bias they, between the intro, introducing yeah. GWS and introducing Gold Coast look, like, look
1: if we're going to get on to the uh, we could go on for ages about the AFL's current uh, financial policy oh, the way that oh. they're so obsessed with spending money uh, they're, 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 so offend- they're so scared of losing money Contemporary things when they when they clearly are strong enough. If, if the way that they're opening up clubs left, right, and centre proves that they obviously are, I, I can't I can't believe it that they're struggling. Oh, we and could yet talk about the lack, the, the lack of vision. I don't know.
0: I, don't know. I think I care more about Zimbabwe's AFL league <laughs> than AFL cares about Queensland.
1: You're right. You're, yeah, yeah. And Tasmania, as we speak at the current time, ta- hmm? as we.
0: Who's Tasmania?
1: Oh, it's a little island just north of Tasmania, uh, just north of Antarctica. Ah, oh, they're, um, they're
0: not Australia. Who cares?
1: No, exactly. That's, that, that's how they are. Yeah, we we thankfully we don't have to. We, we they aren't able to walk up to us.
0: But but they get games by Hawthorn North Melbourne. They're fine. Yeah. We want our own team. Shh, 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 shh. Yeah. No 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 Hawthorn North Melbourne. No
1: own team. No, no no. But you don't play rugby down there. There's no one to compete with. You'd just be a very successful club. What are we going to do? That's ridiculous! It's so stupid. I could not have said that better myself. Thank oh, I, 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 you're right. Exactly. It is totally true. The only reason they put in GWS and Gold Coast, they the completely it. They GWS, GWS has been it.
0: successful. They've been successful in
1: Canberra. Yes. They've been. They've
0: done okay in Sydney. Yeah. But their biggest success has come in Canberra. Exactly. Which used to be an AFL state. Yeah. Well, AFL, you know, territory. Yeah. Before the Canberra Raiders came. Exactly. So they wiped AFL there. So maybe the NML should put a Tasmanian team in the
1: Rugby League. Then AFL
0: will be like, oh,
1: exactly. we should put a team in Tassie. And then, and then in 10 years' time, when everyone in Tassie is playing Rugby League, going around, going around getting tats and, and I don't know, and driving... Keeping kids hostage up. and
0: still getting good contracts dro- and being allowed to play dro- for
1: the Broncos. Drooped up and, and playing, driving around souped-up Subarus. And they, the AFL only have themselves to blame for this one. They have totally neglected Tasmania, and I would be scared if it doesn't happen. I'd be scared that this happens, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happens in the Northern Territory as well. Do the you know, Northern Territory must be about the biggest state following a footy, um, and so much of the culture of the game is invested there if uh, you go you go around you go around the northern territory and people are always playing football it's such a it, they follow it more almost probably only victoria follows football more than northern territory and and if they continue to ignore it then that's going to go to rugby or some other sport as well
0: um it's not rugby's not going to Tassie. the a league oh, yeah, i think they've a, announced yeah, they're, they're making yeah. a team yeah i think they're doing a two team
1: expansion yeah. And, yeah Tassie. yeah and if that happens that would be the end of it because they'd have a lot more trouble and that's
0: the thing that's a summer sport in australia so it doesn't compete with AFOL, So it's not it's not like AfL's losing money. It's no. just it's extra games
1: fantastic. I I don't understand that whole thing. I don't I don't get why they don't the, yeah, seriously. The AFL the AFL's l- l- and like they're so scared. It's like what you're saying about just this is all coming from the exhibition match. What you said about the exhibition matches, why Essen and Collingwood get constantly get to play these big matches and cars. Well, oh,
0: I know why. It just it's just their
1: head in It's because they make all the money and they're scared that if they put on G W S because they haven't got as many supporters, uh and because they're not a Melbourne team so the, their supporters can't come can't physically go to the match. They're worried about did you hear about my, money. And my
0: 2016 conspiracy theory? No. I think I've done double. I did two. They're kind of the same. Yeah. I'll go to 2016. I'll tell you the 2015 one yep. as well. Oh, we'll go to 2015. 2015, what happened was Freer played Hawthorne in Perth. Yeah. And then West Coast played um, North Melbourne in Perth. Yeah. And there was a likelihood of a W, um, both a, a two WA Grand Final. Yeah. I think AFL is fine with a two in state team.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, probably not. There's no Victorians in it. But, but if they're from different states. Yeah. So, you know, Perth and Sydney and then. Brisbane and Queensland. Yeah. Not Brit- Brisbane and Queensland,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, different, Queensland. Well, different, they're for different countries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it Brisbane and, and Adelaide. South Australia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I like, yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: But having... So I think they they wanted... And I probably looked at it more... What made more money? Hawthorne, West Coast or Frio North Melbourne? Yeah. And they, and I think they decided to go with Hawthorne, West Coast. Yeah. Granted, Freo can't beat Hawthorne anyways. That's why I, that theory has no legs. Yeah. But it may kind of makes sense. But then they go next year... With GWS playing the doggies and Sydney playing Geelong, and there's no way the AFL wanted a double Sydney grand final. No. So when Sydney got over um, Geelong, I've got a feeling the AFL was like, "Ooh, let's, let's, hey umpire, let's kind of yeah. get the doggies over the line here." Yeah. And because uh, they didn't, they don't want, they did not want a double and um, New South Sydney Wales. Be, yeah. yeah, that's
1: that is actually. No, that, that's a, that's
0: a conspiracy. Theory that I, but <laughs> well. I don't believe that theory at all. I just think it's interesting.
1: And it's interesting how quickly the Bulldogs rose, and no one really had an explanation for how they got there. And they played well. But when people said, gee, that was a bit fast, wasn't it? You would have thought GWS could have taken their place. I feel
0: like, I feel like the AFL wanted GWS and Gold Coast
1: to succeed, just not make a grand final. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd concur with that. Mm. I but it's just oh, it doesn't. And the, the, the stupid thing is they don't, they don't, they don't understand that if they are going to, they're going to make so much more money in the long run if they allow, st- if they capture a state, if they get a state interest in football, then that will have supporters well, indefinitely. Th- that's a meal ticket.
0: They don't care about Queensland. No, they don't. And just because rugby is big, and the rugby is big, North Queensland. Yeah. God, I'm surprised they haven't moved Gold Coast up North Queensland. That's the new market yeah, in rugby. I um, North Queensland has done, They won the flag in 2015 and made the grand final yeah. last year. They have the best player, Jonathan Thurston, in the Rugby League. What sport are we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> this, is yeah. oh, the flag, this is the flying is the coast. We'll jump straight into the Anzac Day game in a minute. Yeah. But it's just, you know, oh, it's just terrible. Yeah, Like, granted, teams can't move. I do believe there's too many teams in Victoria. I think they said to a St thank sport the other day. Well, why don't you guys move? There was a success yeah. Brisbane yeah. had for a time when they, you know, merged with the Brisbane Bears, won the three flags in four grand finals. Yeah. South Melbourne moved up to Sydney.
1: Yeah, they've been so they strong from, ever since. Yeah,
0: the, the problem is they, you know, they've lost, they've won two of the last ten grand finals down yeah. the back to nineteen thirty-four. Yeah. But they especially now, they've been really good. They've had the success, two flags, and they, you know, they made 2012, 2014, 2016 grand final. Yeah. So put money on them making twenty eighteen. Yeah. Every <sighs> two years, so they've both been moderately successful. One flags. Yeah. Teams like St Kilda, teams like North Melbourne. North
1: Melbourne, North Melbourne's the classic. Hell, yeah.
0: hell, I'm going to say this, teams like Carlton. And I've I said the Carlton are no longer Carlton. They're mm. no longer a destination club. They're with North Melbourne and St Kilda teams that no one, want, no good player wants to go to.
1: The only thing I'd say about St Kilda is they at least do capture that whole southeastern part of Melbourne. Like you're yeah, everywhere down to as far as Portsea, and that's. That's valuable, but North Melbourne. You're right. North Melbourne. North Melbourne clubs. North Melbourne is stuck between. They are a, still a destination club, and it doesn't work for them because they're stuck between Essendon. They're stuck between Western the Westco. where uh, what's the Western Bulldogs, mm. and they're stuck between. Um, oh, I Carleton. do believe
0: um, the Western Bulldogs should actually move
1: to um, Ballarat. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. But, yeah. You
0: know, Ballarat's not really, not not. They're not in Geelong, so they're not big enough for players to want to live with yeah. live at
1: yet? I but wonder be, if Melbourne should move actually. I know that's like they they ingrained grand I, well but they I, they're, um, they're the least.
0: Six, they were going to merge with um the Hawks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I do actually. I said I saw that as well. Like, move Melbourne, because I know in the NRL, um, Sydney Roosters. No, they you had the Sydney Bears. Yeah. or North Sydney. No, that's Sydney something. There was a Sydney yeah. team, and they left, and they had the Canopy Bulldogs become Sydney. Yeah. Now the Western Sydney Roosters are now Sydney. Yeah. Or Eastern-y, I think. Yeah. I think they uh, should
1: move North Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
0: move... Um, I think it's going to be... You're probably going to disagree with this. Yeah. This leads into our Anzac Day thing. Yeah. Move Melbourne. If you want to move Melbourne, yeah. move them to Darwin.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: And change the name from Collingwood to Melbourne.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They are the, big- they are the biggest...
0: As much as Richmond like to say they're the biggest club, Collingwood are the biggest club. Kind of are the biggest club. Collingwood are the
1: biggest club. Collingwood are
0: consistently the biggest club. Yeah. They can become Melbourne. Yeah. Become the face of Melbourne. Yeah. And... Have other teams around them.
1: I'd move North Melbourne to Tassie because of they're course, successful there, course. and that works. And I'd, I'd the only thing I'd possibly change is instead of moving anyone else, instead of moving Carlton to I'd, I'd I would move West Coast to West. I would move the Western Bulldogs to Ballarat. Except then that leaves the Western suburbs of Melbourne, which are quite prone but to soccer and stuff. But is yeah, who, exactly. I know. The thing cares? is,
0: they. they p- go to I Melbourne. understand if they played at the win and over. They only played any had and MCG. I know, I know. And uh, that's what I mean. Who cares what they, uh, you know? I know.
1: It's stupid. That is a bit, I, I know. It's a, it's a very petty thing. But it would have
0: worked if um, they still played the winning Oval. Yeah. Or played, you know, at the the Werby. Yeah. The, I think Avalon Airport Oval, some of that. Any- so, back with Anzac Day. Let's pop and talk about Anzac Day now. Um, it's been going strong since 1995. So, I said 1994. 1994. With that draw and Sev Rocco winning the Anzac Day medal. Uh, yeah. Out of the 23 games, it's been come with 13 wins, and 9, and the one draw, which was the original draw. Mm. It's been big. It's the biggest game. It's the, it's the second biggest game to the grand final. Yeah. Without a doubt.
1: Probably that, yeah. That or the um, Queen's Birthday is quite big. Really? Yeah, probably not as big as Anzac Day, though. Know,
0: Queen's Birthday is just like um, Dreamtime of the G. I think they're both as big as each other.
1: Yeah, Dreamtime of the G is coming through, which is great. I love <laughs> the Dreamtime oh, of the G. I,
0: I like it as well. Good that Essendon gets another
1: marquee game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Any marquee games? as you want us, let's celebrate? Uh, let's go. For, let's let the season go for an extra week and celebrate Melbourne Cup Day. Let's celebrate the, and the country game. That's a marquee game uh, technically.
0: That, 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 that's, a, that's a new marquee game though. That is such a stupid. Which marquee why game. is it the MCG? I know, I, I know. I hope you're going to another man. That would
1: today. be the perfect time to move to play, to play a country in Shepparton. Game, and to play a to country play, game. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. To, to play in Algeria. It's Nigeria. the country game. Why play it at the city? It doesn't make any sense at all. They usually have a food truck festival, which has vaguely rural foods from it, that's sold out and then no, it's back to... No, so
0: say um, oh, what is it called? <laughs> the, oh, I can't remember It's Essendon it. and
1: Geelong, isn't it? Yeah, but tell them yeah. the meat pie and the pea soup. Oh, the pie floater. Pie floater. Yes. South <laughs> so pie floaters. is many pie floaters. We get Adelaide oh, involved in that. We get Adelaide involved in that. It's an Australian dish, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So we can play Adelaide and it called the pie floater market. Oh, the pie floater market. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's partly because Adelaide are at the moment a bit of a floater. Oh, they <laughs> um, are. Anyway,
0: and a bit of a pee.
1: Actually, because they because they are beaten by Mac, because they're beaten by Collingwood, you really could say their pies float up, uh, sort of. Um, it's a good so pun the time there somewhere. <laughs> that's the time we have. Anyway, we're back. So oh, yeah, um, yeah sorry, so it's the biggest game. How do you think you're going? to, I've expressed my opinion before. I think they're going to win. But what about you, Liam?
0: Um, I've got to say, something's going to win if they can back up how they played against Port Adelaide. If Joe Downer can come off the moment, come off the champion. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be good. The thing is. Talking about um, the hooker going back, Collingwood don't have tall forwards. Yeah. So who who do they have? They can't... Who does... Well,
1: they've got... They don't need... They've oh, they got Danaher. He's like, pretty tall. They
0: don't... Danaher's excellent.
1: Collingwood, sorry, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know that Collingwood line up that, that well... I don't know who would. I don't know what f- tall forwards they've got really.
0: Yeah, they don't really have any tall forwards at all.
1: Actually, a- Esson and Collingwood probably have the two s- most similar game stars and, and team structures of any two clubs in the league. I'd almost argue. Oh, oh no, of have all the teams in the league. Esson Collingwood is probably most similar. to and in the sense they've got a fairly strong defence, a uh, pretty strong midfield, and then the, the forwards are often somewhat lacking and a bit a bit fluid. But we seem to. I think we. I think we. Is there any player that you think they need to shut down? That's 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 I think where Collingwood is ah, perhaps still side bottom. Yeah.
0: After he's he's dominant. He I'm surprised he's not leading in the line. He's had a fantastic start to the year. Uh, yeah. And Pembrook is not the they've changed Pembrook. to we the most dominant player that made side bottom.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think Pembrook is still going to be a bit of a threat though. Mm. I I wouldn't. I don't think. I think he's the kind of player. Oh, that will don't.
0: Yeah. You got a. It's a big game. He's, he's main for the big games, isn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah. And particularly exactly against Essendon, he has a really good record against Essendon. So.
0: And get Zaharakis, you know, if this scores mm. a lot. Level was like a minute to go.
1: Yeah, get Zaharakis near the wing. Get, keep Zaharakis on the wing. That worked well. Yeah. Um. I. I think. I think. With with because Cronin wins a fast game. I think they're going to need people like Tim Woody. We haven't talked about Tim Woody much. He played well on.
0: And the, yeah. He was a
1: bit quiet on against Port Adelaide, but I think again he was just.
0: But he's a serial type player. He Doesn't need to have a lot of t- disposals.
1: No, exactly. Um. So he was good, and also um. Also, and and uh, other fast people like Merritt. I think they mm. need to. They really need to capitalize on those people. But like I
0: said, it's going to be. Does Collingwood well, have an advantage because they've got nearly a week's break compared to Essendon? Uh, it's weird how they did that. That's, that's actually what started the whole rant thing before. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, the, the thing <laughs> about this, you know, what? it's because they don't play enough marquee games. Collingwood always seem to play the marquee games. You know, if Essendon, if the AFL really <laughs> deserved that, I, I think, I think, I, I, I don't think it's going to make that much difference. I mean.
0: I don't really, especially the fact, fact that Collin would travel and didn't. So
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, they. I, mean, had, I don't really
0: believe the, the big issue with travelling. Yeah. Um, there might be, especially if you travel all the time. I know Victorian clubs don't know what travelling is. No. Like um, maybe that's maybe that's why they have such a big break. Collin's trying to find their way back from Adelaide.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, the GPS has gone bung. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah.
0: Like, well, where, where, like,
1: where, were you again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they end up in in, in uh, Cooper Pedy. Oh,
0: so who so wants I to think it might be a bit late.
1: Ew, who wants to get a good piece? up stuck in Handorf. Mm. Um, so your final tip,
0: Essendon, going
1: to win? I am think they're going to win, yeah.
0: I think it's going to be a good game. I think Essendon should just get the chocolates.
1: Yeah, and I think it's, the the, it's going to go the two ways. The Collingwood are in amazing form and Essendon rise against them because that seems to be the pattern of Essendon in the last few years As they beat teams they should lose against and so they win or Collingwood is still floundering. Essendon's still uh, Collingwood go back to floundering, I should say. Essendon still have that momentum and they win. But then again, I mean, it's not... They're both fairly evenly matched. They're close on the ladder. As I said before, they've got a similar structure, and I wouldn't wouldn't absolutely shock me if they lost, although I think it would be disappointing because I think they can win.
0: This is the Final Out Podcast. This is Liam and Andrew. Thank you Enjoy very much.
1: Enjoy Anzac Day. We'll be back next week.